Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own... Welcome! Welcome! You've made it. You've made it here to 21st in Florida in the deep mission for Comedy Clubhouse here at Mutiny Radio every Friday night from 8 to 10. I'm so glad you found it. It's exciting. We have a great lineup of comics. I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. Yay, me, yay, yay. This is Mutiny Radio. Uh, This is uh, where uh, dirt bags come to thrive. We're like motorcycles and weed. We got it, yeah. I I love weed. You guys, you weed smoking crowd? Yay, "Yay, weed. I love to smoke weed. Uh, Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? (laughs) Ah, It's hot, cold, it's hot. It's like airbnb being in your own home. It's, uh, uh, costs so much. Why is this cat litter on the floor? This is really expensive here. I do, I smoke a lot of pot uh, with my cat. <laughs> cat lovers. Yeah, cat man in the corner, cat man. Uh, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I wanna take my cat and I wanna shave him. And I wanna knit a sweater out of his fur and I want to make him wear it. <laughs> Cause I'm crazy! I am, I do, I love my cats so, so much. I uh, finally understand like the true meaning of cat calling. Like I thought I knew, but now I have two cats and I'm co- constantly calling them. Baby kitty, come here. Come here, baby kitty, I love you. I love you, baby kitty. Come here. And then they show me their butthole. And I'm like, yeah, oh. And then I run over them, and I pick them up without consent, and I flip them over and turn them into a baby and kiss them on the mouth. <laughs> cat calling, is that what it's about? I understand cat calling now. I, I've, uh, I am a crazy, I'm boy crazy right now because I'm going through menopause. I, I know I look young, but I'm 45, and nobody told me this was going to happen. Bah! Like... It's because like I'm not bleeding, like I'm saving all the energy inside myself, and it's like I, my underwear have never been happier. I haven't worn white panties since I was like 12, and now I'm like, this is fine now. This is great again. This is awesome. The only good thing about menopause is I'll never have to have another abortion. <laughs> so that's really cool. No, but I've been I've been like so crazy, and I sexually harassed my mail carrier the other day. He's a good-looking guy. He works on 20th Street. Ooh, he's a He's a hot male man, and, and uh, he was wearing a wife beater, and I was, he was, must have been warm. His little shirt was open, and I saw a little nip. I was like, oh. So I stopped him and said, I hope the postal service makes a calendar, and they put you in it. And then I winked. I think they sexually harassed my mailman, is what I'm saying. I don't know. It's menopause. I'm crazy. <laughs> it's, it's hard to catcall men because they're all dogs, so it doesn't. <laughs> It's no problem. That's not sexual harassment. I don't know. I, I get sexually harassed, cat called, complimented. I can't tell the difference on the street all the time in the Tenderloin where I live. And uh, I was walking down the street and a gentleman said, girl, 
You've been living a long time to look 22. It's a compliment. Straight up compliment. There's no, there's no, I'm like, I like that attention. Thank you. Uh, I was wearing, you know, I'm walking down the street and he said, hey, you got a nice fit on today. I'm like, hmm. I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. It's a double entendre and complimenting. Great. I've taken it. But I don't wear skirts in the tenderloin because a gentleman walked up to me and said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? What? Like, that's catcalling. Also, that's like gross and weird. Like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird, bro. That's like on you. Okay. That's your problem. It's actually on me, which is like part of the part of the problem. I'm gonna see if I can get these comedians. Oh, I forgot to start my own timer on myself. It doesn't matter. It's my show, which is why I'm gonna walk outside and tell them to either shut the fuck up or come inside. How about that? Hey, motherfucker, shut the fuck up or come inside. Not you. You're real audience members. You're fine. You. You're loud. <laughs> no, it's Chris Rocky. I know him. He's a friend of mine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just you were re- you're really loud. It was really hard to work through my set with your distracting voice in the background. I'm like, push through it, Pam. Push through it. Be a real actor. Anybody like acting? Anybody ever acted before? Yeah, we acted in a play together once. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you should act. We should get you a, a, like, a, like an agent or something like that. I feel like you could be on America's Next Top Model, like the, like the middle edition. You have to be, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're over 24. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You can only be on it if you're 24. Like, they cut it off at 24. It's just like the real world, like, right? You can only be on, you can only apply for the real world until you're 24. Okay, that's really the real world, isn't it? I'm sorry. That's how dated I am. That's how old I am, is that I reference... The real world, yeah. <laughs> Remember those days? That was fun. Hey, you made it. Yay! People coming in. That's so good. Hey, you made it. Yay! I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. It wasn't you, it was them. Yeah, sit in the splash zone. That is, you are brave. Sitting right in the splash zone. It's okay. Like I said, I'm going through menopause. There is nothing coming out of this vagina. It's totally, there's nothing happening there. Also, I make sure that, like, it's, it's kind of like a crazy crash site, and I don't, I don't clean it up with the razor. I have so much pubic hair, it looks like I'm wearing a hair skirt. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to be naked, because you can't see anything anyway. It's like, I don't believe in shaving because I'm a feminist. That's not the reason. I'm poor. I, I mean, it's the same thing. I don't wear makeup. It's like, just because I'm poor, not because I'm like, feminist. It's kind of both. But I mean, the thing is that, but I mean, what you spend $150 on your face, you better fucking look good, right? Like, what? It's, I can't afford makeup or deodorant. You know, you can't buy deodorant with food stamps. <laughs> but you can take baking soda and put it into lotion that you stole from, the, from someone else's uh, uh, hotel room. You can just lotion a little baking soda. San Francisco underground dirt bag pro tips, yo. Another one, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. <laughs> Am I a genius or what? I also thought because I smoke and eat so much marijuana that I should use my body the way God intended and I should uh, pump my breasts for milk to save the vegans. Because it's 100% consent-based milk, 22% fat. I can turn it into cheese for the vegans. That's consent-based milk. Like, vegans will breastfeed their own children. I can save them. Cashew cheese, not cheese. 
breast milk cheese, cheese, also good melting uh, temperature. Because I smoke and eat so much weed, I could actually make TH cheese out of my breast milk. Could sell it anywhere. Save the vegans. If I eat my own TH cheese, can I get high off my own supply? I don't know. That's like that's like if you're stuck in the snow and you chop off your own foot and eat it. Will you live, <laughs> or will you make yourself? Okay, you guys are not too dark. <laughs> I mean, I always think about like would I cut off part of my butt and eat it first, or maybe part of my. I'm sorry. No one else thinks about the future dystopia that we're all going to live in. Yay! <laughs> future dystopia jokes. I'm a feminist. Yay! It's all going to be okay. Don't worry. Knock, knock. Feminism. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. It's like the precept of feminism, I think. I don't know. A lot of women in the 70s burned bras and read books so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> Which incidentally looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. My dad actually texted me today. This is how you know you're old. When your dad texts you, have you gotten a colonoscopy yet? <laughs> yeah, no, Dad. <laughs> Not yet. I'm only 45. You're the one that's 75. I'm the one that still believes I'm 14. Can't you figure it out? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, I will get this started. I'll leave you on uh, one more terrible, disgusting joke that you probably will pretend that you didn't remember hearing. I have a, I have a fantasy about uncircumcised guys, you know? Because I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna take a dick, and I wanna pull the foreskin up over that dick, and I wanna put whiskey in the foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? Right, it's twofold. <laughs> well, one, I'm an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. Uh, and two, boys are gross. <laughs> you gotta clean out all that schmegma, everyone. Ew! Ending on a schmegma joke like a professional. I'm Pam Benjamin. You're here at the show. Yay! Yay! Uh, we sing a little song before it starts, and you'll figure out how it goes along as it goes along. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <clears throat> I gotta get a vaporizer, you know what I'm saying? M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. You're here, you're trapped, yay! Uh, if, if you do wanna smoke pot, I don't care. Uh, as long as everybody's cool with smoking pot. If there's any person that's like, I'm allergic to it, it's totally fine, we won't shame you. And, and in the back, are you here? Our board op, Sam, says, he says the kibosh, he says no. He says no smoking, okay, no smoking. No. Are you a cop? Are you a narc? <laughs> I'm like, are you a narc? Is this a long game? I thought this was this crazy long con he's been running on me. We've been like hanging out and like totally like drinking uh, brandy in the back of the punchline, fucking out of cups together. And this is a long con for him to be like, I'm a narc. You're trapped. I'm actually 14. <laughs> he's 23. It's fine. Your first comedian of the night coming up to the stage. He just hosts did our happy hour and he's a great guy he's one of the most handsome comedians in san francisco i just can't stop objectifying men put your hands together for kelly evans 
Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I'll take it. Objectify me all day long. I'm cool with it. Anyway, just getting to know each other. How's everybody doing, huh? You guys good? You guys together? It's a weird way to sit. All right. <laughs> Evidently not that together. Cool. <laughs> You're like, stay away from me, please. Uh, couple, right? Lonely, that's fine. Couple, cool. It's all right. We could be friends. Yeah, I like this guy. You know, this guy, he's got a nice shirt. That's my favorite color. Anyway, all right, we're going to do some jokes. How's that sound, huh? Is that what we came here for? We want jokes? All right. Cool. Uh, my name is Kelly. Uh, you might have noticed uh, that's a girl's name. It's all right. I'm used to it. I'm fine. That's uh, my Uber drivers don't let me in the car sometimes. That's all right. I'm used to it. Uh, it's like nobody really says it to me anymore. Uh, but like when I was younger, all the time they'd be like, "You got a girl's name." Basically, from like elementary school to like last week, because my boss is an asshole. You know, <laughs> he's a not juvenile person. Um, but the thing is, middle school was probably the worst time for me. Like it's just a period when you're so insecure about everything and uh, they would say like oh your name's kelly so you're probably a girl you like to wear dresses or like i'm gay i don't know like just stupid shit like that and uh, i don't know i guess my point is uh homeschool was not fun that's my point <laughs> homeschool is not enjoyable for at all my parents are fucked um yeah, but uh, I, w I kind of was mad at them for a while for naming me Kelly. I was very upset. Uh, yeah, I eventually got over. I was also mad at my uncle for being named Kelly. And, like, it was just, like, so selfish for him to, like, die of pancreatic cancer. It was like, come on, man. Uh, one more year, you know? We don't know how to feel about that. That's okay. He didn't actually die of pancreatic cancer, okay? It's fine. He drowned. He should have swam better. I'm just saying <laughs> I <laughs> just said, take a lesson, man, you know? Uh, yeah, interesting family. Um, uh, how about this? You guys, uh, what do you do for work? Anybody in sales? Sales, no? Just I'm the only... So sales, is there any work sales ever? Yeah, this guy knows what it's up. Okay, cool. So, like, maybe you could get this, right? Sales is all about... It's an easy job, really, honestly. It's just, like, uh, fortitude and, like, emotional toughness. Uh, so I'm poor. I'm broke. <laughs> I don't... I am not good at my job at all. Like, I do not have those two things. Um, yeah. How about you, man? Did you, were you good? Were you? Wasn't bad? All right. That's, so you have feelings is what you're saying. All right, cool. That's good. Um, my girlfriend and I broke up. We're just keep moving through the good news, you know? Just, uh, why does everybody just assume that I'm the one that got dumped? I feel like that's the vibe. You can applaud for that. My girlfriend and I broke up. Maybe I, yeah. <laughs> It could have been a bad relationship. I could have broken up with her, you know? I didn't, but I could have is the point. I could have done it, you know? I just waited too long. It's like, you ever get uh, beaten to the punch on that one? You're like, fuck! You're like, you're like, I wasn't enjoying this relationship either, but I should have said something. Now I want you back because you always want what you can't have. Anyway, we're just going down the uh, rabbit hole of emotional problems that I'm dealing with right now. That's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was... There are a lot of issues, all right? Long distance being one of them. Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? No? Nobody's been in one? <laughs> You're kind of in one right now, honestly. There's, if not physically, definitely emotionally. Uh, it's okay. You'll get through it. You got a nice jacket. You're a handsome dude. Just, yeah, you'll be fine, all right? Uh, yeah, we were long distance. And I got to say this about long distance. Um, if you ever want to resent someone, try Skyping them over bad Wi-Fi. That is... a Holy shit, so quickly will you be like, I don't want to hear about your day again, ever. Just, I had to reboot my, reboot my computer three times. Um, also, we just had sex different, you know? We just had different, 
like well, I'm just a little, I'm kinky, all right? I'm a little kinky. I like a little different than most guys, all right? I like to uh, cry before the sex, you know? Not on board. I just want to share my emotions. That's all. It's okay to be an emotional person. Like, I don't want to just fuck you, you know? I want to fuck your soul, right? No? All right. <laughs> you know, you can really ruin foreplay by saying, I want to finger your trauma. That doesn't. <laughs> Found that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I don't understand about like sex now is this like people calling each other like mommy or daddy in bed. It's just like it's laughable to me. It's just kind of weird. Like what happened to like the like cute pet names like sister or brother, you know? Like that <laughs> I'm old school. What can I say, you know? Uh real old, you know, like 1700s. Uh <laughs> uh we'll get past that. Past the incest. We should. We should move past that as soon as possible. Um how about this? I had a mustache recently. Just a mustache, yeah. Just I uh, shaved off the rest, left the mustache. Who's a fan of mustaches? Nobody. That's the answer. Nobody is the answer, as I found out once I was, like, regrettably too late. You can't just regrow the rest of your facial hair. And I was too much. I was just like, I don't look good without facial hair. So I'm like, I'm just committed to this look now, you know, which is, yeah, it wasn't a good look. See, I'm from Texas and mustaches in Texas are like cowboys and Chuck Norris and eating beef and constipation. You shouldn't eat that much beef. It's just really, it's an unhealthy diet. And, uh, but that's not the vibe I was giving off because my friends kept asking me, how much duct tape's in your van, bro? <laughs> Fuck you, Cody. Uh, and it's not, that's not a good look for me because like I talk to my neighbor's kid a lot, like a lot. It's not weird. All right. It's like, I smoke a lot of weed. He's got science facts. Did you know lobsters pee out of their face? What the fuck? What? Are you serious? I'm going to eat some more weed and come back. All right. We need more science facts now. Anyway, I spend a lot of time in my hallway is what I'm saying. Um, uh, we don't eat weed here, do we? Huh? Anybody eat weed? That's, that makes sense why you would respond that way. All right. So eat some weed and then you'll be blown away by seventh grade science facts. Third grade science facts, all of it. See, she gets it, right? Just watch a volcano, just mesmerize. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I smoke too much. That's I guess that's my point with that. Um, anyway, but I had the mustache and this kid is, he's fun, you know? But the problem is, Kids don't understand personal space. All right. I don't know if you know this about children at all. Does anybody have children? No, I assumed it's San Francisco. You can't. This guy has children and you're a stand up comic. You are making poor decisions with your life. That is, that is true. It's a third one is going to be strike. You're out. All right. Um, yeah, but uh, the thing about the kids don't understand personal space, and you probably get this, Ed. Like, they are like uh, aggressive strippers. It's the best way I can put it, you know? They want to sit on your lap. There's glitter everywhere for some reason. They're always sticky. I don't know what's going on. Like, fucking Capri Sun, man. Just keep it in your mouth. Like, seriously. Or bring a wet nap. I don't know what's going on with this kid. But we're talking the other day when I had the mustache. This is like Halloween, actually. And uh, his mom walks out and, like, walks him inside and then comes back to me and is like, hey, um, do you mind not talking to my son anymore? What? That is, I'm so offended. Like, why? Just because I'm a man, uh, I can't talk to a kid. You know, kids might have interesting things to say. I feel like in society, we've, like, become so afraid of things like this. It's just, like, you're irrational. But, like, also, and I don't mean this to be mean at all, he's not a cute kid. He's not cute. I'm just, like, I'm not ranking the attractiveness of a child. I'm just saying, listen, I know it's just a joke, okay? Like, 
I would never kidnap a kid, okay? But no one will ever kidnap this kid, all right? Oh, we don't feel good about that, do we? <laughs> it's like you want to laugh, but you're like, I would be a bad person. You're already a bad person. I hate to break it to you. You're at Mutiny Radio on a Friday night. You should be doing something more productive. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually think it's great that you're here. Thank you all for being here. Uh, let's give it up for yourselves. Seriously, yeah. I'm curious. How, how did you find out about this? How did you guys find out about this? What? Online? Cool. Looking for something to distract from relationship problems? Got it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We started the joke, and now I just have to keep going. You guys are probably, how long have you been together? Over here. Congratulations. How did you meet? Online. All right. Nobody does that. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? Tinder? Are we talking about, uh, what, J-Date? we talking about, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's the only two that I know, really. <laughs> I have not dated in a while, as you can tell. Uh, coffee meets bagel. All right. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that one. I actually do. I have heard about this one. Well, how would you characterize it? This is just a conversation now. I just want to know about your life. Tell me about your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 you thought you were gonna get so you were like yeah fucking coffee meets bagel i don't know what innuendo that would be are you in a butt play okay i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna get the fuck out of here i got one last thing i apologize i'm sorry i took you down that that is my fault uh yeah uh i uh I was talking about harassment recently with somebody. Uh, not because I did it, because I was harassed. All right, I don't want to, just to clarify. I just look, I have the face of somebody who is like, you see in a photo of like, this guy sexually harassed somebody. Like, oh, what? No. <laughs> like, that's just, but it's not, no. I've never done that. I'm, uh, I was raised to be a gentleman, uh, which is what you would say if you harass people. So I'm just going to stop <laughs> talking about that. Uh, but no, I was harassed uh, at work. Uh, this is years ago. I worked in a restaurant. It happens a lot in restaurants. And my boss, she was a woman, she uh, would sneak up behind me and say stuff like, I bet you got a pretty dick. <laughs> yeah, that's real intense. <laughs> Not as intense as both her hands on my ass cheeks. Full grip, like pinky near the butthole, which is a sensitive area. I've had pants on, but it's a thing. Anyway, I was scared. I mean, I was intimidated. I was worried. I was afraid to tell people because uh, mostly I was afraid that she would stop. You know, like that. Because that's the best job ever. Managers are usually so mean. It's rare that one appreciates you like that. Anyway. All right. That's my time. Thank you very much. I'm Kelly. Up. Kelly Evans. This is weird. First two performers all talking about sexual harassment. Weird. Hot button topics here. Mutiny Radio. You met online. That's great. That's great. Some people say that you should raise the bar when you meet online. And some people say that to meet online, you really need to lower the bar. And uh, what I do is I just meet at the bar. <laughs> like I just go to a lot of bars. <laughs> also, also, I don't have a smartphone, so I've never had the privilege of... I don't know how people do that when they're walking around and they're talking to people at the same time. I don't know. Anyways, the future is now and I'm left behind. 1990, I miss you. Your next comedian. What a lovely human being he is. I'm so glad you're here. All the way from L.A., yeah? No. New York. Shit. You're a world traveler. I never know where he's going to be. Put your hands together for Wyatt Figato. Yay! <laughs> Oh, hey, thank you guys. Hey, man, what was your name, guy that just went up? 
Kelly. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. That was such an arc from a set, huh? He started off, he's like, my girlfriend uh, broke up with me. And then he's like, what dating app did you guys meet on? <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah, I, I like, I like, uh, I, I haven't used it, but, like, my cousin uses Coffee Meets Bagel. And it's funny, because every time uh, a, a woman hears that name, they're like, oh, that's sweet, you know? And every time a guy hears that name, <laughs> they should call it Donut Meets Baguette, bro. That's what they should call it. <laughs> that's what I thought of personally I'm on like I ugh, I have a girlfriend now but I used to be on all the apps dude I used to be on like the the East Asian dating app eBay I used to be on uh, <laughs> Jewish dating app Venmo I used to be on all of them dude I <laughs> like I even dude one time I, I matched with a trans girl on uh, one of the dating apps and I know that she was trans because she messaged me first now <laughs> oh that's a mean joke I'm sorry <laughs> I actually I, I have I have a girlfriend now it's pretty cool you're talking about like that you're weird like your girlfriend thought you were weird dude I I completely relate like my girlfriend thinks that I'm weird all right just because I like to have sex with my socks on my hands going oh yeah you like that huh <laughs> <laughs> is that weird? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I noticed, I noticed that, like, that girls, that women, they really like it when you tell them that you're going to come, right? But what they don't like is when you go, three, two, one. Yeah, they, they don't like that, uh, apparently. <laughs> like, my, my, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, my girlfriend is perfect, right? My girlfriend is fucking perfect. She has the body of a Greek goddess and the emotional stability of the Greek economy, all right? <laughs> it does not get any better than that. I don't think so. We can agree, mutiny. <sighs> yeah, no, the, I, 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 did get, I, I did get in from uh, New York, though. That's, that's pretty cool. I, I actually live in, uh, I'm like, I'm from Walnut Creek. You guys know Walnut Creek? Why do people laugh when I say Walnut Creek? <laughs> that's where all the rich white people in the Bay live, right? Oh, uh, dude, I remember, like, everything there is, is so, like, upper middle class. Like, I had, a, I had a kid in my high school, right? He had the most, up, like, Gen Z, upper middle class suicide attempt. No, yeah. Like, he locked himself in his garage with his car on. And then he realized, ugh, I drive a Tesla. <laughs> that is Walnut Creek for you. <laughs> But it was nice, it was nice, like I came here on the BART, and it's been a while since I've been on the BART, you know? Like I was, I was, I've been doing shows recently, so I've been on, and like the first day I came back on the BART, a homeless dude came up to me with like a dirty ass jacket, and he was like, hey, does this smell like shit to you? And I was like, I'm back home. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cause, I don't know, the subway, the subway in New York, it's a little bit different. Like, uh, like one time I had to watch a homeless man jerk off for like 45 minutes on the train until my phone died and I was like what do I watch now you know <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't know I had a did you guys have a good week though you guys all have a you are sitting far come on dog I <laughs> I don't want to yeah just move now all right you're gonna get we got we got four more comics you're gonna get <laughs> uh, I don't know I did everybody have a good week I already asked this and you clapped all right I remember now all right all right I had a pretty good week. You know what I did? I went to uh, Disney on Ice. Have we heard of that? Do we know what that is? Yes! That's where you go to Disneyland high on crystal meth, right? Yes. Yes, this is what it is. All right. I also, I also, so I'm in, I'm in college, right? So I went to, for the first time ever, I went to a gay frat party. 
like a gay fraternity party of all gay men. And uh, <laughs> I passed out drinking. Yeah, that's not what you want to do, right? At a gay frat party. Because these are gay frat boys, all right? They're immature and shit. When I woke up, they had drawn like a whole bunch of foreheads on my penis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. I don't think you should, like, like, guys in general I wouldn't trust, you know? Like, people think they can trust me, when in reality, they shouldn't trust me at all, because all guys are opportunists at heart, you know? Like, the other day I was at this bar, right? Bar in San Francisco. This girl who I had never met before in my life, she comes up to me. She's like, hey, there's this really creepy guy hitting on me. Could you pretend to be my boyfriend so that he'll go away? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course I will do that for you. But anyways, a little bit later, I see her there at the bar, right? And there's this guy just aggressively hitting on her. So I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, asshole, that's my girlfriend. How about a three-way? <laughs> yeah, don't trust guys. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I think. I am, I am from Walnut Creek. Actually, I lived there for like all my life, but I'm not white. I <laughs> my parents are immigrants. My parents immigrated to this country at 18 years old, all right? They just had the fucking acne on their backs, 18 years old. And, uh, <laughs> no, and so my parents, they do all this weird immigrant parent shit to me, right? Like, uh, we were Black Friday shopping, I needed some new clothes, and I guess I was fucking around in Macy's too much, but I, because I swear my mom never does this, but in front of everybody in the store, she scolded me in Spanish. Yeah. Which really confused me, you know, because we're Indian. So I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, you know? I know, I'm fucking around. She scolds me in Hindi, right? She goes, uh, and then I go, and then she does this. Because uh, that's not Hindi. I just made that up, all right? I don't know Hindi. But to everybody in the store with my mom's confused f face, it looks like I just won the argument, all right? In one word. <laughs> that's what it looks like. You know what I said? I said Ajit Pai, like the guy from the FCC. That's what I said to win the argument, all right? You just need confidence to win arguments. That's the point, all right? <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, no, but I am uh, I, I, I am Indian. And for a little bit, I was dating like an Indian girl, like a same as me, Indian girl. And you'd think that like my parents would be happy about that, right? You'd think, you'd think they like that. No, no, no. No, it's, they were mad, dude. My parents were fucking livid, especially my dad. Because he was like, Wyatt, I moved to this country so you could have a better life than I did, all right? Why are you dating Indian girls? You should be dating. You showed me pictures of, like, Halle Berry and all these, all these women. That's what he did. I like, I like dating Indian girls, though, because, uh, like, when we're going to have sex, when you pull their panties down, you can play this game that I like to call pink or brown. You know that game? <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> uh, you guys can laugh if you want. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, for a little while, I dated like a, a British girl. And uh, oh, when I would choke her during sex, I'd call it reparations. That's, <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> that was the move, I think. I don't know. I think that, like, I think that I'm into Indian girls because I have a really hot mom. All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have like a really, a really fucking hot mom, and I like, like my. Okay, let me explain. Like, my mom is so hot that she like ruined milf porn for me. All right, no, stay with me because you guys want to hear this part, right? Cut. That's right. I have a hot mom, and now I watch milf porn. 
What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you probably. How old are you, sir? Yeah. Yeah? That's how old he is. He can't even. He can't even tell me his age. Forty-four. Fifty-five. Dude, imagine being so old. Imagine being so old that you say like, "Oh no, I'm just 55." <laughs> and does that mean? All right. Anyways, point is, I have a really hot mom, right? And now I watch move porn, and I'm like, these moms are not even as hot as my mom, you know? All right. We seem to have lost the. <laughs> I don't know. I, when I was a kid, I used to watch a whole bunch of porn. Like, I was a renaissance man of porn, man. I used to watch, like, I, I would just go online, and then I would look up uh, girls my skin color. That's it. But now, now I have to look up really weird things. Now I look up girl uses cucumber as dildo. Have you guys never seen that? Like, it goes in a cucumber and then comes out a pickle? You've never seen it? <laughs> no? Ah, oh, that is a little gross. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, can I do some uh, impressions for you? Can I try to get some energy back in the room? Can I do some impressions? Is that cool? All right. My first impression, going to be an impression of John Mulaney. Do you guys know John Mulaney? Yeah. yeah. All right. So if you want to do an impression of John Mulaney, it's pretty easy, all right? All you got to do is just say some shit and then say that your wife has the complete opposite opinion of whatever you said, all right? So you just got to say something, say that yeah, your wife has the opposite opinion, all right? So you just go like, I like Asian people. My wife does not like Asian people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that easy, all right? <laughs> all right, another impression, another impression for you guys. This is my impression of me if I was never bullied. You ready? Impression of me if I was never bullied. <laughs> what stand-up comedy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think I gotta get out of here soon. But uh, I think before I'll go, I'll tell you like uh, I'll tell you like the, the new sexting thing that my generation's doing. Do any of you guys sext in here? Do you two? You guys probably sext. You guys are so long distance. You guys probably, <laughs> I don't know. But there's this new sexting thing that my generation is doing, right? So uh, girls, they want to send their guy a naked photo, but also they want to make him work for it. All right. So do you guys know slide puzzles? Like a nine-piece Rubik's Cube, a 2D kind of puzzle? Yeah. So girls will take their intimate naked selfie, put it into a slide puzzle generator, and then send it to their guy for him to do. <laughs> but what these girls don't seem to understand is I would jerk off to your jumbled body parts before I ever do a slide puzzle, all right? Like, I know how to do it, too. But if your nipple is in just one of the squares, I can finish, all right? Like, look, look. I lost my virginity at uh, 21 years old, right? And I'm 20 now, all right? <laughs> all right, thank you, guys. Keep it going for Wyatt, yes. All the way from New York City, yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, cucumbers and women. The first threesome I ever had was with two women, uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. And it wasn't like it wasn't a sexual thing really. It was that my friend had just gotten broken up with, and she was really really sad. And we were hanging out, and we were all best friends. And we were like, "Is there anything we can do for you?" And she was like, "Well, I could come." And we were like, "We've got it. <laughs> like we're the best friends." So we were doing our best and working so hard. And she looked down at us, and she was like. Pam, do you have a carrot, a cucumber, anything? And I was like, I suck at this. So, uh, hey guys, I understand what you went through. I tried to please a woman and it didn't work. Yay! Just saying it was a, it was a fun threesome because it just 
made our friendship that much stronger. Uh, your next comedian, <laughs> we're great friends. I, I don't even know how to segue because I'm like, your wife's super hot. Want to have a threesome? I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, okay. But she is. He has a super hot wife. And he's a really funny comedian. You guys are going to like him so much. <laughs> Put your hands together for Hunter Stare. Yay! Thank you guys for coming out tonight. Really appreciate it. Coming out, seeing some live comedy. Give it up for your host, everybody. Give it up for Pam. So uh, I uh, I live in Oakland, but I'm from Louisiana originally. Uh, is there anybody else here who just found out that drinking and driving is illegal? Based on a true story. Based on a true story. There's there's an interesting things going on in the South. Did you guys know that we have our own dating app in the South? Anybody ever heard about this? Southern dating app? It's called Ancestry.com. Look alive. <laughs> Cooking with gas. Um, I am from the South. Uh, my name is Hunter uh, also. By the way, that's a super common name in the South. That's like being named Hussein if you're from Iraq or like... Jaden or Kiefer, if you're from California, I don't, I don't know what California names are. But being named Hunter and being from the South, what that meant to me is up until about the age of 11, I did not realize that there was a T in my name. Some of y'all get that. Uh, I can demonstrate for the rest of y'all. It's like, hey, Hunter, Hunter, come on down, boy. Let's go down in the truck. Let's go down the Terrebonne's Crawfish Bowl. Shake a leg, boy. They're all going to be gone. Hurry up, boy. You slower than the molasses, boy. You've been eat up by the dumbass bug. That's, by the way, the dumbass bug. That's like a real expression in the South. Can you, can, can you imagine what the dumbass bug is? Like, you have to really get your mind into the, into the head of a Southerner to understand that one. It's like, so if you've been bitten by a mosquito, then you've been eaten up by skeeters. All right, fair enough. So if there was a bug that instead of uh, sucking your blood, it bit you and made you a stupid person, that would be the dumbass bug. You've been eat up by the dumbass bug. That means that you're dumber than a box full of hammers, boy. You slower than a stock full of snails. It's the state bird of Louisiana, by the way, is the dumbass bug. That's mean and inaccurate. Does anybody know the actual state bird of Louisiana? It was. We changed it recently. It's the cockroach now. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I also grew up um, with a hippie mom uh, in the South, no less. Anybody, hippie moms? Anybody have hippie moms? No, but you, you can imagine what that's like, right? You've seen that? Yeah, it's like, it's, a, it's an interesting situation because hippie moms are, uh, there's a plethora of hippie moms in the Bay Area. I mean, everybody has a hippie mom in the Bay Area, but those are just bandwagon hippies, you know? Like, they think that they're woke because they banned soda from public schools, you know, in like 2017. That's adorable. Like my, my hippie Southern mama banned me from saying sir and ma'am in the 90s, in Louisiana, like the balls on this woman, right? But um, here's a better example. So uh, when I was 10 years old, I remember I was invited to a friend's birthday party. You know how birthday parties, when you were a little kid, they'd have themes. I guess, you know, adult parties, like bachelorette party, they have themes. But little kids' birthday parties have themes. I was invited to a G.I. Joe-themed birthday party. 
Anybody ever been to a G.I. Joe themed birthday party? It's exactly what you would expect. You know, it's a bunch of little kids with camouflage t-shirts and little plastic helmets with super soakers running around acting the fool, you know, it's super fun. Uh, I wanted to go to this party. Uh, my mama let me go to this party, but Roxanne Stair, she was not going to let her precious little angel dress up like a soldier, even for pretend, no way, no how. So this is all true, by the way. I got to go to this uh, G.I. Joe themed birthday party, but I had to be the medic. <laughs> yes. Does anybody remember Doc from G.I. Joe? I was Doc from G.I. Joe. I had a white, no, this is all 100% true. I had a white t-shirt with a red cross drawn on in Sharpie, and I had a first aid kit, and I was like, can I at least have a squirt gun, you know, a sidearm, just something for personal protection? No, but you, I'll tell you what you can have. You can have this first aid kit, and you can have a Bible, because he's also a chaplain. People forget that Doc was also a chaplain. But I think that this is kind of more fucked up when you think about it. Because the other little kids, they're just playing normal games like Capture the Flag. I was performing last rites on all of my dying friends. I, was, I certainly wasn't performing gay marriages in the military. Not in Louisiana. Not in the 90s. Uh, so it was like, mm, Spiritus Sancti. Have some Jesus. All right, fine. Have some morphine. Yeah, that's seems to work better um anybody in here married yeah a couple of people yeah uh you know i'm married uh you know it's uh it was just the right time in my life you know i've been with my girlfriend for like five years we owned a house together and everything before i broke up with her and married the person that i'm talking about right now i am impulsive uh, it's, uh, it's going pretty well though. Uh, I'm married to a Colombian woman later next week. Actually, this is true too. Uh, all my, most of my stuff is true. Um, next week we're going through the green card interview process. Has anybody ever been through that before? Me neither. I'm about to be interviewed by the governments. It's, that's a lot of pressure. I'm not sure if I have the right material to handle that. Like what if we have a, what if we have a fight the night before and I don't do a good job? It's like I'm looking at pictures it's like, yeah, this is me, her, and is that her mom, her aunt? Come back to me. Pass. I pass on this one. Uh, no, I think I'm going to do a good job. I've been uh, doing a lot of job interviews just to practice, you know? Like if they, um, if they ask me what my biggest weakness is, I'm going to nail that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not defraud or defrauding the U.S. government. That's my biggest weakness. I am terrible at it. Uh, we, you know, I did, um, we did, we eloped, you know, that's the technical term when you, you just kind of like run away. Uh, and I, I think that, uh, why we have such a passionate relationship is because we had, uh, similar inner childs or similar, we were similar children on the inside. And that's what you really want. You want somebody who had the same kind of inner child as you. Uh, I'll give you an example. I don't know if this will resonate. I had a very active imagination as a kid. You know, I was the kind of kid who I would throw a laundry basket on my back and pretend like I was a Koopa Trooper from Mario. Anybody else? No? My wife, uh, she's such a great imagination. Because she's from Colombia, there's some things that, you know, she didn't necessarily get exposed to that much. Like, you know those um, steamers that you put inside of pots to, to steam broccoli and stuff like that? Uh, she'd never seen one of those before, so I brought one home so that we could see some stuff, and she picked it up and immediately started making it zoom around like it was a UFO. I was like, oh, my God, I used to do that so much. I come home some days, and I'm like, hey, baby, how was your day? She'll be like, Arr! 
I'm like, okay, I guess we're, like, we're dogs now. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's, it's great. The only difference between me and my wife and my dog is that we all uh, pee in different parts of the front yard when we get home. Um, let's see. Uh, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I don't care. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna take a big risk. I'm going to do some political stuff. You know what? I'm going to do it. I don't care. You're not going to like it. It's going to be fine. Um, let's talk about, just for a, just for a couple of jokes, let's talk about Trump. Just for a couple of jokes, all right? I, I was raised by a hippie mom. Like, I pay attention to the news. You know, I'm woke. People call Trump Hitler. I'm sure most of everybody here has thought about that. Oh, yeah, that's something Hitler would do. That's something Hitler would say. And make no mistake, I hate Hitler. He was a terrible, terrible person. But I honestly think that the comparison is very disrespectful to Hitler, even considering, even considering everything, you know? Everything that the man did was horrible, except he did some good civics projects. I'm kind of a history buff. Anyway, the point is, he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Can you imagine murdering that many people and coming from a lower middle class family? Like, that's pretty impressive. And then the other thing, look, I know, I don't look... I don't like him. I feel like I've been pretty clear about that. But, like, give credit where credit's due, right? Like, he really cared about Germany. Like, say what you want about the man, but you know he cared about Germany. He annexed other parts of Europe for Germany. Like, Hitler, Hitler, Trump is such a poser. When are we going to get the Bahamas? What about the rest of the Virgin Islands? Come on. One more. I'll double down. I'm going to double down. Um, the GOP, every, we all think that they're idiots. We all think that they're the stupidest people in the world. How could they possibly still be supporting him at this point? They must be the stupidest people on the face of the earth that have ever lived. But I don't think that's true either. I think that they're playing a very calculating game. I think that they want him to be impeached and gotten rid of just as much, if not worse, than everybody else. You know, he's more of an embarrassment to them than he is to us. We're the ones who hate him. They're the ones who have to support his ass. I think that they want to keep his supporters afterwards, right? They need to keep his supporters afterwards. So it's like they have to stay loyal to him till the very end in order to do that. Imagine you have a friend and you kind of like this friend. I don't know. You think he's kind of an asshole, really. But secretly you're in love with his girlfriend or his wife or whatever, you know. And then say that your friend dies. On the outside, you've got to be like, no, Brian, it's too soon. He was too young. But on the inside, you're like, okay, how long and hard do I have to cry for how long? You know, is it three months? Is it six months? How long before I can get a crack at that? How long before I can get a crack at that? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I'm going to talk about... Um, <laughs> Oh, man. No, that's... Oh, okay, okay, I got one. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, one minute. Okay, sure, fine. Why not? Um, so has anybody ever been in this situation? So you uh, have to go to the bathroom really, really badly. It's an emergency. It's a poop emergency. And you're walking down the hallway, and you're getting closer and closer to the bathroom, and every incremental step you take closer to the bathroom just makes the urge to shit worse and worse and worse until you get your hand on the door, you know, of the stall, and that's as bad as the urge gets, and then you realize that you forgot your iPhone, so you turn back around and walk in the direction that you came from. Because, like, what are you going to do, shit without a screen, like a goddamn 16th century peasant?
one more. So uh, <laughs> so I, I go to type my wife uh, OMW. I go to text her OMW and tell me if this ever happens to you. It autocorrects to on my way exclamation point. Like, why is my phone trying to make me sound like a thirsty bitch? Because OMW has some dignity to it. But like, on my way, exclamation point. That's what the exclamation point makes you do in other people's heads. And it's disrespectful, Apple. Fine. Give it up for your host. Have a good night. Hunter Stare getting political. Yes. I try not to get political, but it's hard. There's a lot of ladies in the room. You know what I'm talking about, right? Language is political. What are we? We're women, right? I'm a human. You're a person. She's a female, right? We're all people. Okay, I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a people and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. Can everybody spell with an I? Can anybody spell? Ha, ah, no, I can spell. I can read. I'm a witch. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, feminism is spelled with an I. It's a, it's a spelling joke. I only did that because your next comic is wordplay and puns galore. He is, I love what he does because he's clever as a, if you put 52 squirrels in a room that's like what's there's a metaphor somewhere his is gonna be <laughs> put your hand he's actually just a meat bag filled there are 52 squirrels inside him right now making puns every single one of them put your hands together for ed rubin Yay. brought a little paper in case i forget why i walked into the room <laughs> hey, San Francisco, I'm excited to be here tonight. Excited to have Jackie Stewart here. Thank you, sir. Loved your racing career. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, my name is Ed Rubin. I am married. Yeah, that's about how she felt. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about her parents. But anyway, uh, my wife is a cat person. I am a dog person. And I keep telling her, she's just cooking it wrong. No. <laughs> Actually, she is a good cook. She's a good cook. She makes the best feline pie. Yummy, yummy. Hey, I feel pr privileged, if I could speak correctly. I feel privileged to be here tonight. I suppose by my white skin, you can see the major reason I feel privileged. I have other reasons I feel privileged, but they pale in comparison. Is that the other way around? I can never get that straight. Um, hey, let's talk about my love life. My love life. My love life is like a great Russian basketball player. Nothing but yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah hey how about those russian bride websites oh, beats the crap out of coffee meets bagel or whatever you guys are talking about you know if i ever had one of those women i think the first word in english i would teach her would be yes 
Well, I, j- I just can't imagine being in bed with her and having her go, Dada, Dada, Dada. I mean, I know some guys are into it, but uh, 1920s European art does nothing for me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, in the uh, lovemaking department, my wife enjoys spooning. Spooning, do you guys know what that is? You know, that's where you lay on your side and you cuddle. It's very, very romantic. You guys do that, right? When you get close enough? Is that how we're supposed to pick on you? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They're heartless. They are heartless. (laughs) No, I'm much more into forking. Yeah. Now. (laughs) Well, I want to assure you, I do not have to have sex. It's just a knife to have. Yeah, did you catch that? Did you catch that, all three of the major utensils in one joke? That is comedy gold. I think that deserves a rim job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> I meant rim shot. I'm right. I meant rim shot. You're, you're right, sir. I'm sorry. I made that mistake a couple weeks ago when my wife was in the audience. <sighs> she gave me such a tongue lashing. Yeah. <laughs> When I joined my current company, they wanted to give me a drug test. Me. Can you believe it, Pam? Me. I said, hey, there is no need for that. I already know what I like. Oh. It takes a while. Uh, parenting has changed so much. How many people have kids? Clap. Oh, yeah. Parenting is, wouldn't you agree? Parenting changed so much. Like last week, I was at the mall. This little boy started crying. Well, his mom picked him up. She held him tightly in her arms, and she said, Don't you worry, Johnny. Your dad and I will bribe whoever we have to to get you into USC. Oh, really? You didn't like that? Oh, well. It happens. I can't all be genius. Ah, uh, hey. <laughs> I was in a parking lot the other day. I felt like I was in an orgy. Now, seriously, I had asked this guy to move so I could pull out. But, <laughs> but he was on something, so I had to wait for him to come, too. I know, right? Yeah. Hey, I have never said anything to jinx myself. Yet. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) That was close. Hey, my friends are Canadian. They thought it'd be funny to go visit Dildo, Newfoundland. It is a real place. You can look it up on Google Maps later. It's a real place. They said they had a great time. Well, I looked it up on Yelp. Zero vibe. (laughs) And that is important, I think. Speaking of Canadians, I had a friend who moved from Canada to here. And people are always like, why would you move from Canada to here? And he said, well, when I came to the US, Barack Obama was president. 
Well, suddenly it made sense to me because when I think about when Barack Obama was president, it makes me come too. <laughs> and I'm hoping that any moment I will come to and Barack Obama will still be president. Please, God. Yeah. Here's another thing that I'm proud of myself for. I have gotten incredibly good at autoerotic asphyxiation. Thank you, thank you. I just earned my black belt. <laughs> yeah. I made the cutoff. <laughs> Are you getting grossed out over there already? Are you sure? Yeah, you're wondering, how far is he going to go? Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't try this at home, kids. Hey, it is not easy to do that air-free. So, hey, come over to my house. Let's hang out. Oh, I know. I know. Some people don't like that joke, which was noose to me. Um, <laughs> hey, anyway, I hope we have the same taste in music. I hate air supply. But I love Slipknot. Does that count? <laughs> hey, they say the grass is always greener on the other side, which is how I found out my gardener was colorblind. Last week, I came home and my gardener was using my hoe. So I told her, get off the gardener. Put some clothes on and get in the house because you, you are grounded. I grounded her for two weeks. The first week was because she had sex with my gardener. I mean, really, right? The second week was because she didn't get me a discount. I mean, where I'm from, family comes first, right? <laughs> I know. Hey, do you know what a dominatrix's favorite type of comedy is? Yeah, it's slapdick. <laughs> I once saw a dominatrix try and do comedy. Oh my God, it was painful to watch. But in a good way, in a good way. I really thought her punchlines would hit a lot harder. I have a friend that uh, has been in some bit parts and movies and stuff, but he really wants a, he really wants a role he can sink his teeth into. It's just not happening. I think it's his technique. He's a meth head actor. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people are doing charity work. I am no different. I am raising money to buy witches' jackets. Well, because I'm tired of hearing how cold their tits are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have a friend that is so paranoid. He wears three condoms at the same time when he's having sex with a woman. The first one is to prevent pregnancy. The second one is to prevent disease. And I think you can all guess where this is going. The third one is so she'll feel something. 
All right, this this next joke, it's it's just so ironic. Um, I, I, yes me, am now so woke. How woke are you? I am no, now so woke. Thank you for asking, sir. I no longer ask women for their opinions. No, it's because I feel like asking for their two cents requires a substantial portion of their salary. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. All right, final one. Hey, did you guys hear about the sexy old lady that died? Yeah, the MILF expired. <laughs> oh, I know. Anyway, here is your hostess with the mostess, Pam. I love wordplay. Thank you for being here. Yay! They must not like wordplay as much as I do. I love, I love cheesy wordplay. I fucking love. Do you want to move into the into their seats? They're probably warm. They're probably. I know it's really cold in here. We tried to warm it up for you, but it's super cold. Uh, he, he, he wasn't talking about Melania. We're just gonna, we're just gonna go up with your next comedian. He's gonna, he's, he's eating his tacos right now, but he's not gonna. Well, you can. Our phone call person didn't call, and that's okay. We were gonna have a phone call set from Tory Ward in Portland, but uh, the phone isn't ringing, so I was like, boo, 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 boo. Uh, and Sam went out to smoke a cigarette. It could have been, oh, oh, but there she is. Oh, okay, wait, cool. All right, this will give you time to smoke a cigarette. This is actually really good. So we're going to have an eight-minute phone-in set from Tory Ward in Portland. And, uh, yeah, and, but, but, this is, if you, but this is the time. He's, he brought a cigarette out, and people are like, but come back in because we have your headliner, uh, Ian Levy, who's uh, coming up last, and he's amazing. He, was, he had an incredible set at the Punchline on Sunday, but he's all over the place in the city, up-and-coming comedian. But right now we're going to do this. Hey, hey, there's Tori Ward calling in from Portland, Oregon. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys all doing? We're doing great. Hey, spark it up. We got a hot eight from you all the way from Portland. Uh, Tori's going to be coming for the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 7th. So we're having special call-in sets every time. Everybody put your hands together right now for Tori Ward. Yay! Hi, everybody. Um, (laughs) I can hear all of you. You sound like you're doing great. Uh, This is really weird. I'm standing in my bedroom right now. I've never done comedy. I'm looking at dirty underwear on my floor. Okay, here we go. uh, (laughs) So I started boxing classes recently. Uh, They're going great. I'm really excited. Going to get in shape, be fit, get strong, fuck a boxer. I think it's going to go really good. I I can't hear any of you. Wow, this is so weird. I uh, I have um, one thing about me is I'm a pansexual. Not everybody knows what that means. It means different things to different people. I'm a pansexual. To me, it just means um, do you think I'm pretty? That's it. It's just uh, numbers. It's just odds. Uh, more people, the better. I um. I was in the car with my friend the other day and she leaned over to me and she's like, are you a feminist? And I was like, of course. 
And then I was like, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? And she got kind of mad. She's like, well, it's simple. Do you support other women? And I was like, that depends. Are they better looking than I am? Uh, if so, yes, but it's harder. It's more work. It gets tricky. You can be on the right team and agree. It gets tricky when they're hot and you're fat or whatever. You guys don't like the word fat. It's tricky when they're hot and you're body positive. It's, it's more work. I feel like the more weight I gain, the harder it is to be a good feminist. I'm just getting bigger and uh, bitter and bigger. Like, some days I think I could be, like, one Big Mac away from becoming a Republican. Like, I just think that's how it happens. Like, I just think they're upset, and they just have greasy bags on their floor, and they're worked up. They have low self-esteem. I <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so upset. Maybe because my boobs sag. I think that's it. I think because I popped out of the womb with shoegazers. <laughs> I can't see any of your tits, so I don't know if any of you guys did too. Um, yeah, popped out with shoegazers, staring straight down my whole life. I like them though. Like I think they're endearing. You know, they're like they're like little like Michael Sarah titties. Like they're like demure, you know. And they might have a cocaine problem. I'm a big fan. I uh, I don't know. I can't see your boobs. I don't know if any of you guys have the same thing. Anybody else feels like their nipples and their belly button are star-crossed lovers, you know, having to keep them away from each other, like give them the talk. Like, what are you doing? Your families don't get along. We'll start a war. Stay away from each other. All right. That's enough. That's my about my Montagues and my Capulet. That's what I call my nipples and my belly button. That's my nickname. I call them that to dates. And dates are like, why would you call him that? And I'm like, why don't I take off my bra and we can find out together whether or not you paid attention during freshman English class. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds sexual. It's not because my boobs, they're not sexual. I, I don't know. Maybe educational. I think I have educational titties. Like, okay. Like, I feel like you could show them in like a health class and no mom would get upset. You know, even in, like, conservative areas, like, I feel like the head of the PTA would be like, those are the champions of the abstinence program we've been looking for. Let's get those bad boys up on a billboard. Nobody's fucking. Um, I'm kidding. I fuck a lot all the time. Just uh, not recently. But um, <laughs> before that, all the time. I mean, it's been a while. But before <laughs> before that, constantly. I um, Oh, man. I don't know. You know, everybody's insecure, though, I think. Everybody has insecurities. Some people have saggy titties. Some people have foreskin. I think that's probably pretty fair. I don't, I don't like, so that's like a comedy trope, right? People making fun of the uncircumcised. I don't really get it. It's just penises with extra penis. Like, it's just more of something you want. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone. I, I. I just feel like I like you guys can't see me. I'm kind of a big girl. And like, I just feel like I need as much as I can get. Like I need eight inches because my thighs take the first four. So I need um, as many as I can get. That's true. And bet everybody thinks I'm such a good sport, you know, like a real champ. And I'm like, no, honey, I just have good shocks. That's, I just have solid suspension. That's all that is. I am. Um, Ooh, so I have mental health problems. Let's talk about that. I, uh, I have mental health problems. My doctor, I'm on like my like third week 
I think of Wellbutrin now. I think it's going really good. I uh, can't stop smiling. Uh, also don't really know what's going on moment to moment. So I think it's going great. Still sad. Now my face kind of hurts too. So I think it's really working out. It's the fifth head med that I'm on. Uh, taking five, just a handful of short-term solutions every morning. That's how I start my day. And my doctor called to see how they were working. And I was like, well, out of the five you gave me, only one has any street market value. So I feel like they could be going a lot better. When I said I had anxiety, I meant financial anxiety. Uh, I don't know. One of them does doctor prescribe me um, Adderall. You guys know what that is, right? Smart drugs, study drugs, uh, speed, according to the bitchy pharmacist at Walmart, Adderall. I wasn't sure if I wanted to sell it, though, right? Like, wasn't sure if I was ready to be a criminal or not. But then I realized I'm using my government health insurance to sell Adderall in order to pay off my government student loans. So I'm not a crook, guys. That's just a really inefficient allocation of government funds. That's all. It's just taking the long way around. I'm like, I'm not a crook. Like, I'm like a politician. Like, it's just moving things around from one place to another. I went to rehab recently. Um, okay, I just want to say, I'm just going to stop real quick and say, I know that my voice sounds really sexy right now. And I just want to let you know that when I get there, for the festival and you see me live in a couple months, I, my voice might not be this sexy. What happened was I choked on a pork rind today. Um, <laughs> I was eating a whole bag of pork rinds in my car today on my way home. And um, I like, I chain smoke in my car. So I had like a mound of cigarettes, a bag of pork rinds, just shoveling them into my mouth. I was had like a like a big gulp, like a big thing of Diet Coke in the passenger seat, and I was listening to Rihanna. So I was like holding the steering wheel with my knees, and I had a cigarette in one hand and pork rind in the other hand, like, and like singing along. I was like, sex with me, so amazing. Like while I was like shoveling these things into my mouth, and then I breathed one in. And I, like, couldn't stop coughing, and I totally thought I was going to die. I was like, this is it. And I had to, like, pull over my car, and I couldn't catch my breath. And I was like, fuck, like, this is how they're going to find me with, like, an open bag of pork. Like, my tits were just, like, dusted in, like, pig skin. And, like, the fucking big gulp next to me and just the mound of sit, like, who? Like, that is such a bummer way for somebody to find you. I was like, if it's my time, that's cool. You know what I mean? But not like, I don't want to go out like this, but I survived. And now my voice sounds super sexy. I, I don't know how much time I have. I'm going to talk about rehab. Well, I no, guess. That, that was, that's, that, that, that's actually, that's actually that's 10 it? minutes. Am you're I perfect. And we're so glad you're still alive. Uh, <laughs> clap it up. Uh, uh, radio audience for Tori Ward. Thank you. That was, that was amazing. From your bedroom, uh, we got to hear my about your, about your uh, saggy titties. I love it. I can't wait to see them in person. I objectify everybody, so don't worry. Uh, thanks so much for calling in. This was so great. Everybody come to the 5th uh, Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. And you can see her, Tori Ward. Yay. Clap one more time. Yay. Goodbye, Tori. Yay. And we say goodbye to her. All right. You're, he's eating chips. He's excited about it. I think Sam's still outside. I think I, think I gave t- Sam... Oh, 
I gave Sam too many edibles, and he's supposed to do a set, but I think he's outside being really high. So we're just going to bring up your headliner because he's so hilarious. You're going to love him. He's amazing. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Ian Levy. Yay! Oh, thank you. Um, I, I I hope is is there a hot sauce on my face? I feel like there. I was I was uh, violently eating the, the burrito back there, so I'm a little worried about that. What? I'll ask the questions. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I've just always wanted to ask someone that. I got it for right around the corner. I'm sorry. I have no authority. I shouldn't say anything. But have you ever gone to the place around the corner? Or no? Um, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, oh, Matate. Have you guys been there? Okay. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Do you, uh, how did you feel about the Mexican food at El Batate? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that I, I wasn't expecting such a harsh review. What do you look for in Mexican food? That's uh, better than I could get in New York. Better than you could. Well, I mean, that's literally any Mexican food in San Francisco. That's. Uh, uh, I mean, you can't. I feel like Mexican food is the, it's the kind of thing that you can only do it so bad, right? Because it's the same, like, six ingredients. I feel like it's it's just how long they, like, microwave it in the back for or whatever that is. Like, really? Okay. I don't... That, that's probably... They're, they're, in Texas, that's, they're probably just too racist to have any Mexicans actually make it. Is that, like... Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was the horrible... Me- you know nachos were invented in Texas? You know, believe it or not, uh, this is doesn't include any of my material. This is, this is completely. I know you thought this was a flawless stand-up. No, it's okay. It's no, no, no. This is more fun than <laughs> than my material. I'm just yeah. Um. Okay. No, you can talk. I don't. You know, there are no rules. Someone was just on the phone here, so it feels like called it. I feel like there are no rules at this comedy show, so you guys could do. Yeah, you guys can do what you like. If you guys want to call a friend, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone a friend. Let's get more people involved. That's what I say. But I'll, I'll start with actually what I wanted to talk about. I um, uh, So what I do for a living, I have a bunch of jobs. But uh, one of the main ones is I'm a nanny. Uh, or as they say in the biz, a manny. Uh, and I do it all through an app like Uber. Uh, so I just show up to strangers' houses and I go, I'm here for your children. Uh, and they go great, and they give me their kid. And I think people are willing to do it all through an app because they assume there's an intense like vetting process or something. Uh, but there wasn't. Uh, they just ask like, "Are you good with kids?" I'm like, "We'll see." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, you're good to go." And I I like doing it, but it's a weird doing it like through online. I had no training. Like I, they sent me. I had to learn CPR, uh, and I did it all through an online course. And I have no idea if I know CPR. Like, I, I, on paper, I know CPR. But if a kid, like, starts choking in front of me, I'm just going to be like, you know, that's God's will, okay? Like, I can't get involved now. Was... So, I what was the, was there a note on my act? Or, what, what was the note? I'm curious now. No, it's okay. It's, it's, I, I can't not focus on you guys now. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I, it's, yeah, yeah. It's because... That's the Heimlich maneuver. The Heimlich maneuver? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, really? Well, I guess I don't know. I can't save a child. That is the ultimate... 
I really shouldn't. But I've learned something. You've made this comedy show has made me better at my job. What is it's not care.com. It's called College Sitters is the one I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you don't have to be in college for <laughs> Apparently, you don't even have to have gone to college and they'll hire you. So it doesn't It's cr- I knew when I took a job as a nanny that I would be one of the only guys doing a nanny, but I wasn't expecting how much older I would be that cuz I met like there was like a team meeting and all my coworkers, I have no idea how old they are, but they all looked like they were like 12-year-old girls. And it's, it's like I always wanted to work with children. I just didn't know the children I would be working with were my colleagues. Like it was just a very surprising, I don't know. I like doing it. I mean, it's it creates weird, like when you're out in public with the actual kids. Like I was recently with this kid uh, and we were about to cross the street. And this random woman said to the kid, she was like, oh, hey, are you having a nice day with your dad? Uh, and the kid just went, he's not my dad. <laughs> and then we walked away. We, we just walked off into the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> a woman thought she witnessed a crime happen, and she did nothing to stop it. She just let it happen. <laughs> oh, man. Kids are weird. I had a kid... I didn't know that some kids just kind of suck. <laughs> like, did you guys know that so, like they're just bad? Where you just like there is something fundamental. Like, I was recently watching this girl. She was like six, and she came up to me uh, with a little piece of candy, uh, and she just said, "Oh, will you eat this?" And I was like, "Oh, thank you for sharing." You know, and so I ate it, and then immediately she went, "Ooh, why would you eat that? That was on the ground." <laughs> I just like. Why? If an adult tricks you, they're trying to gain some like money or power or something, but she was just like doing it for the love of the game. You know, she was just a psychopath. She folded immediately and told me her ruse. And then I'm just like, why? <laughs> I asked her, why did you do that? And then she said, because I can. And I was just like, what? <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> True story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... No, it's not a true story. You know, you know what? What's I've changed it. I, you called me out actually because, but I did. Well, here's I was watching numerous kids, and I watched a girl do that to another kid. I thought it was funnier if I I made it me. Now I've pulled back the curtain. I feel like that was a bad idea. It was a it was a bold move. Yeah, yeah. Boo. Uh. Okay, should I do an honest story from? Okay, this this is this is a hundred percent true. This happened today. Like you know, sometimes comics say this happened today. This actually happened. So I I, I do work as a nanny, but I also work at a comic book shop. Uh, and today, a guy came in uh, who told me uh, uh, he was just buying some stuff. We were just chatting, and he said uh, he was a doctor, and he said he called out of work today because he said he just couldn't, like, he just needed a day off. And I asked him, I said, isn't it hard? Like, as a, like I feel like a hospital is the hardest place to call out of work sick <laughs> because they would have a lot of intense follow-up questions. <laughs> to know if you were lying and he said to me so i'll never forget he said no one questions diarrhea (laughs) 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 which is fair (laughs) because i have never thought i've called out of work sick before 
I've called out when I had diarrhea and I did not tell them it was because of diarrhea. If I, I would call out and they'd be like, well, what's wrong? I'd be like, mind your own business. Okay, that's that's a real thing that happened. This, I'll never forget. He said, no, okay, I don't know. I could talk about that man for hours. It was a weird, um, uh, it was a, yeah, a, a strange day at work. I wasn't, do, do you guys like conspiracy theories? Yeah. A guy dropped off at my work today. I wasn't going to do any of this as my as my actual act. A guy dropped off an actual like manifesto about the conspiracy behind John Lennon's killing. I was like, wasn't he shot in the street by witnesses? And it's the cra- I have it on me. I'm almost wondering if I should read it. If I no, no, no. It's I, no. Well, okay, okay. Right, maybe I'll I'll go through it in in a, in a second. But it's just oh, well, okay. Fine. Wait. Hold on. I'll see. It's it's probably not funny at all. But here, I need to grab it out of my gave to me that said um it's uh nixon reagan and stephen king linked to john lennon's murder and it says new evidence revealed and then i just this this man is so oh wait is there a new uh is there a new note okay 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 all right not at an intimate comedy show, nothing's better than a quiet snack. <laughs> like potato chips. The quietest of... Do you guys ever sneak food into... All the time. Here, here, all. She opened the chips! Yes. Do, you guys, do you guys ever s- sneak... Do, 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 do you guys sneak food into into movie theaters ever? I've, have you ever tried to do it with potato chips? You will be asked to leave. I've learned that. It, it did not, I tried once. It did not go well. But this, I, I just love his sheer confidence. I, I won't read the whole thing because it's literally it's, it's this whole thing. But he says, uh, you are invited to visit my website for what's not included in this free flyer. So you can pay for more if anyone wants this. I'll tell you, the uh, if you want the website, it's www.lennonmurdertruth. This is probably the most publicity. I never, I would, it wasn't, I'm going to read this on the radio. Okay. Well, okay. Um... The, uh, the editorial, find the rest of the letter. He kind of goes on for a bit about where, uh, how to find the information. Scroll other different high-speed accounts. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, he so he says here, um, the bottom of this chapter, to accuse the others about two different high-speed road, and then in quotes, accidents, a three-time bout with a coma, like bug that has also nearly killed me. Oh, he's talking about himself here. See, it's it's kind of all over the place. Oh, so he says here that you can learn more about him in his other uh, column called Obama Tried to Kill Me Twice. So if you guys want more information on him, uh, <laughs> he says, 
Obama tried to kill me twice. Uh, let's see. His name is Steve Lightfoot. It says, Steve Lightfoot here, the most underrepresented hero on the face of the earth. So he's a very modest man. As, okay, I feel like this is going poorly already. I'm, I'm, I'm losing everyone, but is this is real. So I just now I just wanted my stories to have credibility. But honestly, you told me I shouldn't have done this, and you were right again, sir. You're right on two accounts. There, there's an old comedy saying: "As if a man dressed as a sailor tells you not to do something." Oh, there you go. Maybe a film director. Okay, it's just the hat. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Popeye. Okay, I'm I'm all over the place. I um I recently had uh someone tell me uh oh sorry what is your note we're getting everyone's feedback it's is uh, there's no rules no, no. oh okay 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 feed for well clearly not it is clearly there's a bit of mutiny <laughs> or something uh, uh yeah oh oh come on there's a fucking comedy show now it's okay I'm sorry it's I, someone recently told me, uh, uh, a, a woman recently told me that it's never funny to call a woman a bitch. Um, and I said to her, uh, bitch? Uh, no, I, uh, I didn't say that at all, of course. I was like, yeah, the future's female. I would never, yeah. I was, but I do think, I do think the word bitch, I would never actually use it as like an offensive, you know, use it to hurt someone. But I do think it's objectively like a funny word to say. It says if someone's like, oh, what are you eating for breakfast? And you're like, cinnamon toast crunch, bitch. Like that's fun, right? Am I alone in that? Maybe, maybe I am. I, you know who I call a bitch more than anyone is my girlfriend. I call her a bitch constantly and she calls me one back. And because it's, we do like a, we're like cute mean to each other where we're like very mean, but it's fun and a loving, like I'll come up behind her and be like, how's it going, bitch? Uh, and then she'll be like, ah, oh, it's going good. You limp dick, bitch. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> and we have fun. You know, we like doing that. But recently we went to a, a, a party and she lost her voice, so she couldn't talk. And I found, if you're cute, mean to someone only one way, it doesn't come off as cute at all. It just comes off as very abusive. Because <laughs> we would go around the party, and I'd be like, I'm with this dumb bitch. And then she'd be like, eh, oh, oh. and then just like, oh, no, I don't, oh, no. And she'd try to explain herself, like, I can't talk. And I'd be like, oh, but I let her. Like, I don't know. No, don't. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of upset people at that party. It's the same. It was it was a party uh, where I, I learned that uh, I, I used the word uh, gypsy. And I was told that gypsy is an offensive slur and you can't say it. Um, which is crazy to me because I didn't know gypsies were real. Like, I thought they were like fairies or dragons or something. I mean, if your slur against you is they'll cast a magic curse on you, I, you know, I don't, okay. I was, but I was like, fair enough. Fair, fair. I, was, I learned something. I learned the correct terminology is Roma, is what you're supposed to say. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's my mistake. So uh, what I was saying is these Romas uh, are stealing our babies. So uh, that was good. They, they didn't care at all about the context, but I, yeah, yeah. It, was... it is true. I, but I, I generally did, I did some research on it. I didn't know that the word uh, Egyptian or, or Egyptian 
came from because they thought gypsies uh, were from Egypt. And they just, it was like, uh, it was like, um, you know, an Indian thing for like Native Americans where they just, they were like, ah, you're, okay. That's not, that's more factual. Yeah. See, this material does really well in Berkeley where you just see you do stuff that's like woke, but not funny at all. And people, people, they don't laugh, but they clap really intensely. So, or they snap. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all over the place. Um, I got. I gotta. Uh, I probably gotta wrap it up so I could. Uh, I could try to actually end on some on some real material. I guess. I. Um. I don't know. I feel like th this set has been so weird. I don't even know where I'm going with any of this. No. 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 You're. You're fine. I. No. It's. It's. You're fine. You, you fucking gypsies. No. I. No. 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 I. No. I. No. I'm. I'm sorry. Um. I uh, I don't I don't know where to go. What what is um uh where where do you guys live in San Francisco? How about those Santa Clara 49ers? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Gonna, gonna crush All your right. band Sunday. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Go go. I I really have no, nothing to say here. I don't know where to go. I clearly should have just been talking about sports this whole time if I wanted to entertain you guys. <laughs> I I think I lost before I started. Thank you very much, guys. You guys have been very nice. Give it up for yourself. Give it up for supporting Muni Radio. I gotta get off stage. Ian Levy, the nanny. I also am a nanny. Both of us touch baby dicks for money. That's true. That's what mannies do. Mannies and nannies. 18-month-old boys changing the diapers. Their poo goes everywhere. You got to wipe their dicks off. I'm just saying. I touch baby dicks for money, and that's a good thing, because parents don't want to touch their baby's dicks. It's fine. Poop's gross, everybody. We have one last comedian. He's only going to do five minutes. Uh, we were just talking about babies. He's a baby comedian, so you guys should be very sweet and wonderful. He's going to say some horrible, disgusting things into a microphone, but please clap, clap, and laugh your butts off. Everybody, it's Sam Carroll. Yay! <laughs> You guys look fun. You guys look cool. I think I think I would hang out with you guys. And maybe you. I can tell you you're a man who likes to keep his head warm. And I uh, I respect that, sir. Keep it warm. What do you got under there? What do you what do you what are you sporting? Come on, show, show. Oh, alright. Give it up for a one. Give it up for a close one to the dome. There we go. You a military man? Just love a close one. Sir, yes, sir. You guys from the mission? Anyone? Are we, uh, no. Are we all traveling? From the, no, all right, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting distinction. I can, I can understand that. Do we live in the mission? We all, most of us live in the mission. Why would we ever leave, you know, right? So there's a, there's a church like right on 20th and Mission, the Catholic Church, familiar with it. They, they got a banner that goes, uh, pregnant, worried, Need help? Have you guys seen this? Probably not. It doesn't matter. What the fuck are these greedy bastards trying to go for? Like a buy one, get one free? Like, are you serious? What? That's some crap, man. Yeah. All right. 
I got a dream this Monday. I have a dream. And that dream is to sleep in and keep dreaming. Yeah, come on. And not be woken up by my alarm clock. In my morning dream, which is always my best dream, I'm getting Michelle Obama naked. It's fucking wonderful. God, she's so hot, dude. Did you guys read her book, Becoming Michelle Obama? I give it 8 out of 10. You know, I'm taking off points for narcissism. You know? Yeah. I, I, I just think, I think it's better than her husband's book, though. You know, it dreams from my father. Or as my father likes to say, dreaming of my dad. You know, I don't know. I dream of my dad. You guys dream of your dad? Make some noise for dreaming of your dad. No, 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 you guys don't dream of your dad. I'm the only one who dreams of my dad, like every night? You guys don't do this? Shit, dude, I dream of my dad. It's realistic as fuck. Last time it happened, he came in my room in the morning and was like, Sam, last night was just a dream. Jeez, dad, you had the same dream as me? I thought we were doing incest. Did I lose you on that? It's all right. It's an incest joke. It's an incest joke. It's an incest joke. He set up cameras in my bedroom. It's real. I'm just, this is a cry for help. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, all right. We'll switch gears a little bit. I'll, t I'll tell you guys my stance on abortion. It's uh, different than mine on a free throw. And, uh... <laughs> no, nah, I'm pro-choice, man. I'm pro-choice, and it's because my parents fucked in a state where abortion was illegal. And now I'm here, doing comedy. Self-defecating humor, sir. Shitting on yourself. It's a, it's a great fallback. And a step back. Yeah. So No, some guy took one look at me the other day, and he goes, Sir, why don't, why don't you just kill yourself? I swear to God, just based on how I looked. I told him, sir, sir, that's a, apparently you don't know, it's a felony in the state of California. Like, you know this, right? This is a felony. Suicide, it's a felony, you know? It's a real felony. You could, uh, it goes in your criminal record. You can never get a job after. No. You guys read Bart? Any of you guys read Bart? 16th emission? What are we, 24th emission? 24th emission? Okay, all right. You seen these signs that they put up that they're advertising, like, you know, don't kill yourself, don't suicide yourself, whatever. 1-800-DON'T-DO-IT. You know that? So I, I read this article in the SF Weekly the other day. They're doing numbers. They're analyzing the data. They're seeing how, this, how, how well this works. You know, like how well the, you got everything to lose and nothing to gain. How well, how well that phone number works. We got 39 calls to that place in all of 2019. You'd think it would be more, but it's, it's a lot less, right? 86 suicides. It just goes to show that, like, even in your last waking moments, you still don't want to talk to strangers. I bet you those dudes, oh, this is sad, but I bet you those dudes that did it, I bet you they walked to that station with AirPods in. Like, don't talk to me. I got shit to do today. I don't know, I was thinking about these hotline workers, man, these guys that work at the hotline, you know, and uh, my, my most pressing curiosity is whether they get paid on commission or not, you know? I think it should be t dependent how well you perform is how well you get paid. I think we'd save a lot more people that way, honest to God. 
I think we would. Because any jo- any hourly job I've ever done, I've done 60% of the time. I've been working at 60% of my capacity. You know? And the other 40%, I'm pooping. Aren't they volunteers? No. I like to poop. I like to poop so much. When I was in high school, I pooped in my superintendent's car. It's a true story. They weren't going to press charges, but there was a heat wave that week. Dude, all I did was shit in his car. I don't control the fucking weather, okay? You might have heard of this case. You, you honestly might have heard of this case. It was a pretty famous court case. It was called uh, Brown vs. Board of Education. Sam Carroll, everyone. I'm uh, back in the booth. I don't want to like freak you out. Like, where'd she go? It's in the God mic. Thank you so much for being here and supporting this little tiny community radio station and live comedy here in the Mission. Uh, you can always come by. We have four open mics a week, Mondays and Fridays from 6 to 8, and Tuesdays and Saturdays from 4 to 6. We always have this show every Friday at 8 o'clock. It's always weird and fun. The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming up March 1st through 7th. We're going to have 66 shows in seven days. It's going to be crazy. Programming from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day that week. 76 comics from in town and out of town. It's going to be really neat. And uh, follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. It means so much. And uh, your dollars go to keeping free speech and art alive in the mission. Yay! Thank you for being here. Clap your hands. Yay! Bye! They did. They paid. They paid. They all paid. I remember. It wasn't like last week. You guys are great. Yay! It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Download a podcast and you can listen.
listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm? Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples 
paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! 
Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, the music that we were listening to here is from Brother Spellbinder. Um, and uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. So I feel like I should read you a little poem as well. Um, because although I myself... Uh, well, let's see. Do I have time to read this? It's hmm, kind of a long one. How about this? We'll end with with this. Because I know that you're out there and you're dreaming. Uh, I know I'm dreaming. 
So here we go. Visions awaken. Visions awaken through inspiration. Open your eyes. Seek and find what you wish to be. Call to the far reaches. The echo is destiny. Pump love and passion even to the, into the faintest notion of what could be. A colorful yarn unraveling to unleash your story. A call and response of your dreams and reality. Peace to you all. I'm Global Val. Stay tuned. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next. Um, lots of love. Stay, stay strong. Stay healthy. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like running for Congress and winning, who knows? Inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. Stay tuned.
small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> everybody listen to the weekly review with roman every friday from noon to 2 p.m this is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program we interview community organizers activists and artists we talk about ways you can take action right now so listen in to the weekly review every friday from noon to 2 p.m Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Wow! We're starting it out with feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No? Good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! 
that is an appropriate amount of clapping. You guys are cool. I like you. It's good. You're in for it. It's going to be a great night. I'm very excited. Uh, it's actually going to be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days. What? Are you going to lose your mind? If you're listening on the radio, everything will be okay. Uh, so, well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians, 37 comedians from all over the United States. 